Welcome to episode 31 of the DC Drop, where we talk all the news from this week in DC movies, TV, and comics. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And there's not really a lot of news, but there's a few things we will run through from this week and then do a bit of a look back at 2018 as a whole in DC, looking at all of the things that happened. Not go too in-depth, but we will we will review that since, since we are so short on news. We'll give a box office update for Aquaman. It's domestically around $229 million after two weeks, so it's right around where Justice League's total was. It is so once it passes Justice League, it will be second to last in the DC movies domestically, but it certainly has a chance to move up the list. And it's currently over 850 million worldwide, and it should cross 900 million this weekend. So, 850, it's past Wonder Woman to be the number two DCEU movie, and it will soon pass Batman v Superman to become the number one DCEU movie. Yeah, good numbers, definitely. Like, it's just continuing its success. It's been, it's been uh, performing quite well, so good stuff. All right, next up, writer Christina Hodson briefly talked about Birds of Prey and the fantabulous emancipation of one Harley Quinn uh, about the movie with Variety. Uh, so she's touring right now for Bumblebee, but she obviously got asked questions about this as well. Um, and so they asked about the subtitle, the crazy long subtitle. And she said, I kind of think it's all in there. I think it sets the tone a little bit and that it's a little tongue in cheek. But my hands are so tied. But I do think it speaks for itself a little bit. Emancipation means a lot of different things to a lot of different people. And we're going to be exploring that in different ways. So that's a, a lot of words to even longer than the subtitle that that really doesn't tell you much. But um, I think that they're not just doing it to be goofy. I think they have a point with having the long subtitle and it. it seems like they thought well, about it's like 75% goofy, 25% thoughtful, something like yeah. that's my guess. No, but that, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's meant tug in cheek and the emancipation part. I'm interested that she brought that up. Obviously we think of Harley leaving Joker, but maybe something with Cassandra Kane or some of the other characters of there's some sort of emancipation going on elsewhere in the story. I mean, we don't have anything to go off of that, but just what we know about those characters, that seems possible. Yeah, and it makes sense that, you know, it's going to be a, a group of strong female characters and they're all helping each other get emancipated from whatever they need emancipated from. Uh, and she also talked about writing Harley as a character and she said she's such a cool, bold, fun, great character. She doesn't have to be in anyone's shadow. So I'm excited to see Harley stand on her own and be her own thing. She's the character in all of my writing that I've most enjoyed. I think Harley, if you get, if you figured her out, that could be a fun character to write because you can have fun with it and kind of do almost anything uh, with Harley you can change things around. So I think that's pretty cool that she's having that fun. And um, Hudson, I when she first joined the Birds of Prey and then Batgirl, we didn't know much about her as a writer, but now Bumblebee is out and that's gotten great reviews and she wrote the script for that. So that's really encouraging. This is this hiring looks much better now than it did when we first found out about it because she was an unknown. Now she's got uh, one big budget film that she's proven uh, she can write. So that's that's pretty exciting. Yeah, it is pretty exciting. And yeah, like you said, she's kind of unknown to me, but it, it sounds like, again, you want a character who knows the character, gets the character and um, enjoys writing the character. And it certainly seems that way. She also, she talked briefly about Batgirl, but I didn't see, nothing really stood out in the article. It just, she's again, excited to write that character. And she puts a little bit of herself in all of her characters, she says. Yeah, she talks about how she can't talk about it, that kind of thing. Right, exactly. Uh, USA Today had an article on their 10 most anticipated movies of 2019 they're they're personal the author's personal movies they're looking forward to and there's a new photo of shazam that we got from that mark strong is dr savannah and zachary levi as shazam just kind of looking confused there yeah i would say this is if not the first one of the first times he meets dr savannah probably the very first time um this is 
not a known villain to him at this point, it looks like, for the look on his face, but not not a great, it's not like a super high-res photo, so not a lot of details to take out of it, but um, yeah, it's cool. Yeah, uh, yeah. this looks like it's from that scene where Savannah blocks the punch of Shazam. Mm-hmm. Looks like it's there. And Levi had a quote in there, but you know, he talks about how it's big, big meat Superman. He's, he's mentioned that a thousand times before. And, uh, but it is a, that wish fulfillment that we haven't really seen in superhero movies where there's a kid getting to, to be a superhero. And we also got a new look at the kitchen, which again is, um, just Elizabeth Moss, Tiffany Haddish and Melissa McCarthy standing there. So not, not a ton to take from this. It's just a, a scene. It's always harder to take things out of non-superhero images, but we get that there. And the director, Andrea Burloff talks about how, uh, she grew up on old mob old mob movies and so she takes a little bit of that with her into making the kitchen while also adding her own own stuff to it own voice but it, it will have some of that classic mob movie feel i guess yeah and it's just a good reminder that this movie is coming out <laughs> because i think this is one well i mean i think this one might fly under some people's radars especially like dc fans obviously it's not super it's not really tied at all it's completely different but it's still in the in the family and it's just a really interesting concept and i, I think it's going to be a cool cool story yeah, and we haven't seen much from this yet and it doesn't come out till september and this is much different from the big budget films in terms of it's not going to have three trailers a year out or anything like that so right. it is good to see a little bit of it uh, elsewhere warner brothers has bought out rat pack entertainment's minority stake in some wb films so we we've talked in the past how rat pack was an investor and uh, an investor in some WB properties, including some DC films. But WB is no longer connected to Rat Pack, I guess, is the is the point of this statement I am making now. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's the, the bottom line. Or, there's not a ton to get from it. That's just kind of, yep, no longer connected to Rat Pack. So. And the pilot for Batwoman has officially been ordered for the CW. So this has long been in development. We've already seen Batwoman on the CW, but the pilot has officially gotten an order and david nutter is going to direct david nutter is one of the best television directors out there um he actually got his start on superboy and x files back in the the 80s and 90s but you know now he's known for game of thrones and things like that he directs a couple episodes each year of game of thrones but he was a long time a one of the best names in pilots his first 16 pilots he did got picked up to series so he has a really good track record and included in that are smallville arrow and the flash pilots yeah and just on you know two sides of the coin one side is it's really awesome to get him to direct because it probably means it's going to be pretty good but the other side of the coin is it's pretty awesome that the cw could convince him to direct it it's an interesting concept that he could probably do whatever he wants and he felt drawn to do this so that's that's pretty cool yeah absolutely that's a that's a big time get i know he's done a lot of dc stuff in the past but he hasn't in a few years i don't think he's done anything since the flash pilot so uh, it's cool to see him back with dc and that's really it for news. But we want to take a look back at, at 2018, see the DC content that came out. And I know we only had one live action film, and that's disappointing for some people. <laughs> Luckily, it was a good film, and I enjoyed it. And Aquaman, I would have obviously liked to see more, but just one. But there's a ton of other stuff. Uh, 13 total films released in 2018. Obviously, 11 of those are direct-to-video, direct-to-home video. But we did get Aquaman and Teton Titans go to the movies in theaters. Yeah, and both of those were just super enjoyable, super entertaining, like just a fun time at the theater. And Aquaman's really, really good. And so, like you said, it's maybe disappointing that there's only one live action film. But on the other hand, it's really not because I would much rather have one live action film, the caliber of Aquaman per 
per year than two films that are half as good as like don't split up that goodness into multiple films if you if you only have a certain amount of goodness put it into one per year you know what why can't you have two goodness (laughs) well you can but then you you can double the goodness right that's how it works that's how that's how fan demands work right uh but wow i forgot how much home video stuff the the main in terms of the main ones there was scooby-doo and batman the brave and the bold batman gotham by gaslight suicide squad hell to pay batman ninja the death of superman and dc superhero girls legends of atlantis i'm actually i'm like re-watching batman ninja right now with a friend for the first time and man that movie is so good like just so different and unique and cool that it's something you never really thought you were going to be able to see and every like two minutes it's something you never thought you'd be able to see and it's just such a cool movie that's that's the one that really stands out to me that's funny um yeah i know a lot of people i know it's kind of split batman ninja i think there's some amazing stuff in there um there is some some weird stuff especially if you're not used to that type of storytelling but i think that kind of adds to the charm but that's a that's a really good run there from dc movies i mean scooby-doo batman the brave and the bold was a lot of fun going on i don't think there's a stinker in the group gotham by gaslight suicide squad uh, I love the death of Superman. And so I think that's a really, really strong group and one of the best years I know, um, best years. And, and also looking back at that reminds me of why I got a little burnout of Batman, uh, especially towards the yeah. end of the year. <laughs> Batman the Brave and Bold, Batman Gotham by Gaslight, Suicide Squad held the pay with some Batman characters, Batman Ninja. Batman was in the death of Superman. So I know Batman sells, but yeah, I, I can see why I got a little burnout with Batman. Yeah, definitely, definitely a lot of Batman. So um, yeah, and it's death of Superman. I, is a, another amazing one. I don't want to skip over that. And Reign of Superman's coming out soon, the the sequel to that, and that's something definitely to look forward to this yeah, year. Yeah, but really, really strong year. All all enjoyable. And then Lego did three movies this year, three DC movies, animated movies. Uh, Lego DC Comics Superheroes The Flash, Lego DC Superhero Girls Supervillain High, and Lego DC Superhero DC Comics Superheroes Aquaman Rage of Atlantis. Gosh, those are mouthful titles. Yeah, they they definitely cram in the titles there. Um. Yeah, these are these are fun. And again, we we talk about this a lot, but it's just nice to have media at different kind of age levels um, to get get people interested and in kids of different ages who are interested in DC content. It's good that you know probably Death of Superman isn't as appropriate for a five year old as maybe Lego DC Comics Superheroes Aquaman Rage of Atlantis is. Oh yeah, uh, Gotham by Gaslight and Lego DC Superhero Girls Superhero Villain High, obviously very different markets, and I'm glad they have that now. I you know with animated movies, a lot of them being darker, PG thirteen and R. I'm glad there's all of this stuff that is more all ages content or better for younger kids. Yeah, for sure. Uh, we also got a couple home video movies of the CW Seed series, Freedom Fighters the Ray and Constantine City is a City of Demons released a full full feature length movies out of the CW Seed series. Yeah, both of those are really really good and I, I liked Freedom Fighters the Ray, I think, probably better than the Constantine one, but they were both pretty good and CW Seed is is interesting. It's sometimes it's a little frustrating when if you wanting if you're wanting to watch it right as it comes out and they split it up into the little eight minute episodes with the theme song and end credits every time. But it's it's pretty awesome, especially because it's free. Yeah, it's nice. And both of these as movies came together pretty well. But yeah, CWC it is the five, six minute things where they're they're bumping out. But that's, again, cool way to see just a just a just a barrage of content that they had. There's also a ton of other news uh, in DC movies, we're not going to go through everything here, but the big stuff, I guess. Uh, Walter Hamada was named president of DC Films. Shazam, Wonder Woman, 1984, The Kitchen, and Joker all started and completed principal photography last year. 
Birds of Prey began casting. John Francis Daly and Jonathan Goldstein were hired to direct The Flash. Jeff Johns to write Green Lantern Corps. James Gunn to write and possibly direct Suicide Squad 2. Ava DuVernay to direct New Gods. And yeah, uh, lots of lots of lots of good encouraging news for DC movies. Yeah, and lots and lots of stuff in the works. Um, so many movies in the works, and I. It's kind of going back to the. We only got one live action film this movie this year. I, they're definitely going to have trouble figuring out when to like release all these movies in the future. Yeah, that's a one one thing. I wonder how all of this this uni- the DCEU universe and the rest of these films how they're all going to come together that's something i hope we find out more on in 2019 if they're you know going to have more lots of tie-ins crossovers or if they're going to stand alone uh we also got the news that henry cavill is expected to be out as superman and there's no superman films in development anytime soon which is disappointing and uh batman news is is coming along slowly with that uh which i understand but matt reeves is working on that so um definitely hope we find out more about what's going on with with some of those big characters in in 2019 but there's a lot of cool things that are in the works yeah there's so many so many cool things coming soon for for fans of of dc stuff and obviously the, the henry cavill thing is kind of and the superman movie thing is uh, is disappointing but there's there is no sh- shortage of cool new content being produced right now so the uh, superman news hopefully that uh was disappointing but there uh New Gods, man. Uh, I'm just glad that, that yeah. someone in Warner Brothers knows what New Gods is and to see it in development. I don't know when we'll get news on that, hopefully soon, but that's really cool. And uh, seeing some other things moving forward are, are pretty encouraging. And four films actually filming in in 2018. That's pretty cool. Let's talk about television. Uh, there were 11 live action series that aired in 2018 and two animated uh, so live action returning series, Arrow, The Flash, Gotham, Supergirl, Legends of Tomorrow, iZombie, Lucifer, and Preacher. Three new series, Black Lightning, Krypton, and Titans. Uh, so a busy, yeah. busy year. That's got to be the busiest year ever for DC on TV, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, super busy. And like the good thing and also the bad thing is that the three new shows that got added are all amazing. And so it's not like you can just stick with what you know and not have that much to watch um, even if you already stuck with what you knew you already had a lot to watch but those three new shows you got to watch all of them because they're so good so there's you know there's not that many hours in the week and they're just eating it up man. yeah that's, that's a good way to say it yeah those those three new shows three new shows i've got nitpicks here and there but all in all they've been very strong uh debut season's really strong so encouraged to see more of that and we're also going to get more more other stuff because uh well justice league action and teen titans go aired in terms of animation with Young Justice Outsiders and DC Superhero Girls in development to debut this year. But elsewhere in TV, we of course got the Elseworlds crossover. Doom Patrol, Swamp Thing, Pennyworth, Watchmen, and Why the Last Man all began filming. And Stargirl was ordered to series. And that's not even mentioning all the other shows that were put into development or uh, pilots ordered or things like that. So uh, more DC TV is on the way, as we know. Yep, this... This problem, if you want to call it a problem, of of too many good TV shows to watch is just going to get worse and worse, or better and better, depending on how you look at it. If you're a pessimist or an optimist, it's it is going to it's going to get bigger next year. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, and a strong a strong year overall for for DC on television in in 2018. Comics, there was a, there was a few things. Action Comics 1000, the 80th birthday of Superman came out. There was the Batman Catwoman wedding, and everything that surrounded that. In terms of events, Dark Knight's Metal finished, Doomsday Clock was continuing, and is still continuing now. 
and Heroes in Crisis and Drowned Earth both began as well in in late 2018. So pretty big year comic book wise too. Yeah, big year, good anniversary for for Superman Action Comics. That one was so fun. If you haven't read that, you gotta you gotta go check that one out. That was just a really really cool issue with so many different artists and storytellers coming together to to, to do Superman. And out, outside of that stuff, um, lots of big, lots of other big DC changing things going on. Time Warner and AT and T that merger finally finally went through long long time coming for that, but that, that was finally approved. So DC Comics is under the AT and T banner if you will that finally happened yeah and like we we talked about a lot it i don't think it really affects day to day i think it just needed to go one way and it has gone one way and so now we can stop worrying about it and the people there can stop worrying about it yeah it hasn't i don't know that it's made any drastic changes yet they, they might come but mm-hmm. uh it is good to know that wbdc they can that can all move forward and not worry about coming changes that's that's pretty good and something really big, DC Universe launched. Yeah, and I, I've i been super impressed by just the amount of content and how kind of slick the service has been and the the price that they, they offered it at has been, I think, a pretty good value. So, And just the, the quality of the new content that they're producing, not even just the, the stuff that they already had that they could throw up there, but just kind of how ambitious they've been with their new their new series and especially Titans, I think, did, did really, really well, uh, a lot better than I was expecting, actually. Yeah, and so much more. I'm curious what this looks like in a year. DC Universe uh, looks like in a year with all the other shows that are coming out and everything. But pretty cool start, and I really, really like it. And again, there's some some minor things here with it that you'll run into with a new service, but all in all, really enjoy it. Uh, there's comics on there. There's lots of old TV, which I really like, and I'm definitely excited about the shows coming, the Doom Patrol, the Swamp Thing, and all that stuff. Yeah, but that's it for uh, 2018 as a whole. Lots of lots of good stuff. Lots and lots of new DC content, and it doesn't look like it's going to slow down in 2019. Yeah, if anything, it's just going to ramp up to a whole nother level next year just because of all the things that have gotten started in this year that are going to end up finishing next year. Yeah, absolutely. So that's all we've got for today. A quick programming note here. We won't be back next week. Won't be able to record, so we'll be back the following week early. Probably have an extra episode early next week be a little we'll basically just be a few days late with our next episode and we'll either be reviewing reign of the superman or talking about news if there's big news to get on them but next week's episode will be a couple days late all right that's all we've got for today thanks for listening and we'll be back then